Okay, everyone. Today's Daf Yomi Shur begins over here on Daf Mem Gimel Amur Bet, towards the bottom of the page. Uh, we're at the words, Hu Motivla, Hu Mufarikla. Um, actually, middle of the page is a very short page, three, four lines down. Who motivla v'humafarikla? So Rab Abba is answering question. We had a question yesterday. We were trying to figure out what was the reason why Rab Yosi says what he says in the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, there's a case of someone who makes a ned there that he's not going to get benefit from somebody else. Now that's a problem. You have to go to Rabbi to get rid of it. It's not a simple thing. So he does this, and now he's in trouble. He's now in the in a, in a desert, and he has no food. And the only guy who's with him who has food is the guy he's not allowed to benefit from. So if what he swore he's not going to benefit from Mr. X, okay, and he has to get rid of Nedim before he does it, he's in the bed, he has no food. Now if he's dying, okay, so whatever. But he's not dying, but he needs food, okay. So the the, the Tanakama had said. Got a plan. Take the food, put it on a rock, declare it hefker. Well, the guy, take, the guy will take it. He didn't benefit from you. He got hefker. Got it. So the other rabbi says, he says, no, that doesn't work. Why? Rabbi says, doesn't work. He doesn't say why it doesn't work. What? You're allowed to make anything you want, Hefka. So why shouldn't it work? That's what we're trying to clarify. So first we said that it was a question how Hefka works. Does Hefka work that it's yours till someone picks it up? Or it's immediately ownerless? Because if it's yours till someone picks it up, then we understand why you can't do it. Because the guy can't take it from you. And we said, no, it doesn't work like that. So Abba has his own answer. He said that the way it works is when I make the nether, oh, I forgot one piece. Rabbi Yossi specifically argues only when the nether beats the hefker, which means that only the problem only works when the nether preceded the hefker, which means first the case, like the case I told you, first I didn't like you. I made an edit, and then we're on the road, and I want to do it. But what, let's say I hefker, let's say there was some food that he hefkered before the nether, Rabbi Yossi would agree that it's allowed. And so let's say the guy had, had been mafkir food. He brought some food, and he said, I hefker. And then the guy said, I don't want to benefit from you. Rabbi Yossi agrees that you're allowed to take it, in the bright that I said. And if so, it's got to be, can't be that reason. Can't be the reason is, Oh, that's the way Hefker works. Because if so, it shouldn't make a difference whether the nether was first or the Hefker was first. It shouldn't work anyway. And since it does work when the nether came after the Hefker, so we know that's not the reason why it works. Okay? So if Abba gives us... You with me or no? So if Abba... You with me? Okay. That's yesterday. You were here yesterday. Good. Now... So Rabbi Abba gives his own answer. He says, oh, with the reason why it works is like this. When a guy makes a neder, he has, the reason why it's okay is because when a guy makes a neder, he doesn't have in mind to include 
anything that is onerous. Right? Does not. When I say I don't want to benefit from you, I only mean that I don't want to have benefit from the things that you own and want to continue to own. But anything that you declared hefker, I did not include that in my nether. That's how Rabbi Abba understands. Are you asking that when he made well, hold on. The halakha is that when I made the nether first, right? And then the hefker, Rabbi Yosef is asur. Is that your question? Hold on. This is going with the first answer, right? It's going with the first answer. Really? Really, the way it works is that the Hefker works that way. That Hefker, sorry, that Hefker still belongs to me until the guy takes it. And what's the reason why it's okay in this case? Because the guy didn't have mine until he was already Hefker. But yeah, it's still mine. Okay? Mati Rabbi Rabbi asked the question. Look inside. They have a case in the bright time. Mixatan if let's say you have a guy who has two slaves okay and I gave part of my possessions to one slave and all my possessions to the second slave now when you give the halakha is the first guy didn't get anything why? Because since I left out something, I didn't give you everything. So if I didn't give you everything, so maybe the thing I didn't give you is you. We have a slave. I own my slave. Now, if I give my slave everything I own, which is what I did to the second guy, so one of the things I own is you. So since I gave you you, you could acquire yourself and all of our other stuff. But if I left something out, I gave you everything besides something. So now, the th- and I didn't specify what it was I left out. The thing I left out may be you. Could be you. And therefore, what? The other things? If he's my slave, anything he acquires, I acquire. So everything I give you becomes mine. Can't give him anything unless you give him, unless you give him himself first. If I give you your freedom first, then I can subsequently give you everything. Right? But here, in one fell soup, I gave you everything besides something. Now, since I didn't say what that something was, if I, at a subsequent point, say, you know what that something was? You. You can think of what you want, but if I didn't give you everything, you got nothing, because I might have left that out. Let me ask you a question. When, when a slave goes to the street and he picks up a lost object, I own it. He says, I got it. He thinks he got it, but I got it. I, I, so there's an interesting case that he's mentioning. There was a case that a guy, the Gemara says a case that a guy, his kid was uh, captured by the Romans. Captured by the? Romans. And he didn't want that the Romans should 
possess possess all the stuff because anyone's captured they get all they get all the all the when the father died, he the Romans would get all the stuff if the kids get over. So he gave all the stuff to his slave besides one object that his kid will pick on purpose. This way, the slave took care of all the stuff because he thought it was all his. And then years later, when the son came back, um, from the guy got back from the Romans, he, he was very, very upset. He thought that his father gave away all his stuff. and He, he was a rich man. Now he's, he's going to be poor. But he actually did this. And he made a thing. And he declared that the one thing, the guy the slave said, okay, pick whatever you want. Maybe take this cup, take this thing. And the guy says, yeah, okay, I, I'm picking you. And uh, that was that. Once he picked him, now he got all of So, like this case. Anyway, so, but that's one reason why a guy would do it, if you want to uh, preserve the thing. But either way, what, what do you see from here? You see from the fact that the guy, the second guy, got all the stuff, right? Now, if you say that Rabbi Abba is saying it's true, that the guy doesn't have that to make asur, whatever he mafkir. Here too, the guy should not have in mind to give the second guy what the first guy got. You understand what I'm saying? Why did we say that the second guy got everything, the first guy gets nothing, first slave got nothing, and the second slave got everything because I gave him everything. Now, if you say that whatever the guy already made hefker, I didn't have in mind, so then whatever I gave the first guy, I didn't have in mind for the second guy. So therefore, neither guy should get everything. You understand what I'm saying? What? I understand, but the same idea is that if this guy, when I said, the idea was, first the guy makes it hefker, right? And then I made an edder. I made an edder, oh, I didn't have in mind anything you already made hefker. That's what we're saying for that. So we're saying the same way that whatever I mentioned first, I didn't have in mind here to whatever the guy gave to the first slave, he didn't have in mind for the second slave, we should say. And therefore, neither slave should get everything. But the fact that the second slave gets everything is a proof that the guy doesn't have that in mind. Are you with me? No, the whole case is it's, slave is a Jew and he can, he can acquire whatever he wants. All, Jewish slaves are allowed to, hold, allowed to own anything. Only Goyim slaves that don't own anything until they're free. Jewish slaves that have an old mitzvah. We're talking about Goyim slaves. Okay? So my answer is... Right, let's see. Rather, Rabbi gives a new answer. You know why Rabbi Yossi says that you're not allowed to put the stuff on the rock and do have care? You know why? It's a rabbinic gizah. Really, midoraiti, you could. But we're worried about the gift of Bet Choron. Gift of Bet Choron is a famous story where there was a guy in Bet Choron. It's coming up soon. Uh, a guy didn't let his father have benefit from it. Okay? A guy made a net that my father can't have benefit from it. Okay? And the son was going to make a wedding, though. Later on, he was make a wedding. And his father wouldn't be able to come and eat at the wedding. So what did the son do? Right? He felt bad. So he made a gift of his... He said, I'm going to give my property and the food on the property. He made, a, let's say, a one area, one table of his property. And I'm giving it to my next-door neighbor. It's not mine. 
Here's a gift to you, the food and the thing. And they got... So maybe it was hard. I don't know what the story was. So he didn't do that. I'm giving a gift to the neighbor. So he gave it to the gift to the neighbor. And the neighbor said, oh, you gave me a gift? Yeah, it's a gift for you. Okay, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm keeping it. I'm not writing it for them. And the guy went to Bedin. And he said, no, I really never meant that you sh- should keep it. I only meant that while you have it. Now it comes out there was all sketch. So because of that story, the rabbis are worried that when you do these things, you won't do it seriously. And that's why Rabbi Yossi didn't let the case of the rock, because he's afraid of this. It's a gizedah midrabanan, that maybe people will give gifts and not really mean it. But really, midoraita, if the guy really meant the gift, it should work. It's like only going to the way Rava's answering, it's only a gizedah midrabanan. Midoraita really does work. Excuse me? You got it? You can't do it midrabanan. But midoraita. It would work according to this. Before we were saying it doesn't work at all because it doesn't work on Hefka stuff. No, no. Now we're saying it really would work, but he's out of the was a bit for you. That's Rabbi's answer. Okay? Did you get this motion? Good. Tanya, we learned in the Brighter, on the bottom of the page. A guy who says his field is Hefka. If you say your field is Hefka, for the first three days, you can backtrack. Okay? Three days. Mikan va'elach, from three days and on, he's not allowed to backtrack. Now, the halacha is you could backtrack even if someone took possession of the field. Now, the reason why they would do this is because a hefker field is not subject to ma'asev. Hefka means ownerless. Okay, so the guy is trying. We're, we're often good morning. Often the guys are trying to get out of maaseh because the halacha is that chumot in maaseh standard take a little less than twenty percent of your produce. So if you have a thousand crates of grapes from your vineyard, you will end up with about eight hundred and twenty grapes. Sometimes the guys are cheap. And they don't want to give anything to the poor people or the Kwanim or the Levim. Washington's very upset about this. Only 2% goes to the Kohen. Don't relax. It's not like that. Much okay. And, um, and so what does he do? He declares his field ownerless. And ownerless fields. But then he could he could take it back from Africa, and if you get if you you repossess what? No, I don't. Because once you you only have to give a field that you own the whole way through. But once you have a field that got half carefied, so then it's completely patur from from. But now, so what happens? It's a terrible halacha. Yeah, because you should, you, why should you get it? You should, everyone can make everything. Okay, okay. You're also running a huge risk of making your things uh, You're allowed to do that? Just sit in your room and make it hefker and not tell anybody? And that's it? And you, as long as you have in mind, it's hefker and that's it? About to and everything? 
Okay, so now the rabbi said that you could retract it up to three days. And when they said that you could retract it up to three days, it works out. They see that, it, you see that it doesn't work up to three days. And therefore you can't do a quick hefker and out. Because everyone sees that a hefker is retractable for three days. So therefore everyone will not rely on the hefker thing. Right? This is to stop people from doing things. The rabbis, I guess, agreed with Ralph that this business of hefker is a dangerous thing. And in order to nullify the way to do it, they said that every hefker doesn't work for three days. And even if someone else ex- claimed your property during the three days, it gets nullified because three days doesn't work. So now everyone sees, oh, hefker doesn't work the first three days. And therefore no one's going to say that if you hefker and Im- immediately take it back, that you patur from Aser because everyone knows it doesn't work for the first three days. He's saying, let's... He's saying, so let him just take it back after three days. Hold on. But once it's three days, then you can't retract it. The reason why they didn't do that is because people... You, the rabbis weren't worried that people would leave the thing hefker for more than three days because that's too dangerous. And therefore, it was rare that someone would do... What? Now, said it really works. If you do it after three days, the halakha is that it is hefker and it does work and then Ralph's going to be still upset. But that's how it works. After three days, you can be totally patur from Aser as long as you leave it for more than three days. What? Day four? If, if you do that, you will you will be patur from Aser. Maybe don't announce it so loud, but that is the law. Day three or day four? Day three now. Day three. Rabbi Hamer comes to my field because he knows I have three because I told him I'm trying to avoid taxes over here. Not ta- it's not taxes, it's Whatever. my sales. Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, okay, he's smart. Right? So said, okay, let me come to Conan and I have all this for free. The rabbi comes day three and he says, I like, come here. I'm around. And then I go, like, crazy if I do. No, I don't want it. It's mine. It doesn't make a difference. On day three, whether I got it or whether you took it again, it was never have care. And it's Hayam Maser. Yes, yes. Nothing nothing works up to three days. The rabbis made a rule. What? Then you'll be Patur Maser. That is the law. It is really have care. Why? If someone does, then you're in hot water. They can't take it for three days, but on day four they can. Yes, and that would work. Okay. So says the Gemara. Ahmad, if the guy says, let's say the guy says, I'm making my field hefker for one day. Or the Shabbat for one week. Or the Chodesh for one month. Or the Shabbat for one year. Or the Shabbat for one Shemitah. Then, what happens? The rule is, if he took it back before anyone got it, 
which means if a guy said, I'm going to make my hefker, my hefker, but he puts a time frame, how long is hefker for? Then the rule is the guy has the right to retract it as long as no one took possession of it. Not him and not anyone else. No. If he retracts it, then it's still Chayav and Shemitah. Right. But if he makes it hefker, now his ability to retract is even after three days which means that if I say it's, let's say I say it's Hefker for a week okay and now it's day number four I could do one or two things I could take possession of the field myself if I take possession of the field myself now I am a new owner of the field and as a new owner I feel the Patur and Maser and Moshe Salama is getting zero. No Tunuma, no Maser. Once after, no, within three days, you can't take it. But after three days, if you wait after three days, then it'll be nothing. But if I, instead of taking possession myself, I retract my Hefker, which I'm allowed to do at any point before after three days, by my retracting my Hefker, it was mine all along. <laughs> and therefore, even if I retracted a week later, it's still Chayav in Maser. Because I retracted my original declaration. I didn't take a new possession. I retracted the original one. Now I'm Chayav in Maser. So again, there's a difference how I took repossession of my field. If I repossessed it, then that's a new ownership. Whether me or somebody else will Fatur. Whether I take it back or Victor takes it back, it's Fatur. If I retract it, what would be my incentive to not do that? Do that over here. No? Do what? As opposed to retracting and becoming Well, let's say you see Victor on his way to your field. I see. I know Victor. He knows my field, I retract. You don't have to be there to take possession of the field. Retraction, you can do verbally. Where, as opposed to. Verbally, uh, 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 taking possession, you have to be there. So if I see anyone. Heading towards my field, and it happens to be like Moshe said, it happens to be day four. Now, all of a sudden, instead of not having to take Turuman and Maser, you can, you can take my entire field because it's separate. Right, that's such a good thing. People would rather not lose their fields. So, yeah, that's what they would do. Okay? Now. Okay. So, tomorrow wants to know a question. Reisha Rabbanan, Sefer Abiyosi. According to what you're saying now, the Reisha, the beginning, is Rabbanan, and the Sefer is Abiyosi. Why? Because in the Sefer, we, in the Reisha we said that the, if you make the of care, after three days you can't retract it. That's Rabbanan who say that right away, once it becomes FK, you can't retract it, right? Rabbanan said that in the Mishnah is that what, again, we, we're, according to what we're doing right now, we're explaining the Mishnah as one rabbi says that it's automatic FK, and the other guy says, no, the FK goes slowly, right? Doesn't make sense? And, but, but the safe of the same thing is saying, That 
you could retract it as long as no one took over. Now that fits like a Yossi, who says that the item that I made half gear on the rock is still mine. That's why you can't pick it up. So according to what I'm saying now, you put it out a, a brighter at the ratio was Rabbanan and the safe is Rabbiosi. Did you get anyone get what I'm talking about or no? One more time. We said that that according to Rabbanan, when I when the guy who made put the food on the rack made it have care, it, it's immediately not mine, that's why you can pick it up. And Rabbiosi holds, no, it's not mine, it still stays mine until you pick it up. Right? Now, according to that, this writer, where the first part says after three days you can't retract it, that's the Ramadan who says it's immediately not yours. And the later part that says that you can retract it even after three days if no one took over, that sounds like a Yossi. So the Gemara is going to say, Amar Ula, Seifa Nami Ramadan. Really, the Seifa is also the Ramadan. If so, how can the guy backtrack? Even if, even if, well, after three days. Why says, Why says, no. When you, the safe is talking a different case. Since the safe is talking about a case where I put a time limit, I'm making half care for a week or for a month or for a year, whatever it was. So since that's a weird case, so we, we assume that since he put a limit on how long it's half care, he also meant the limit when it would work. And that's why, that's why he's able to backtrack after three days because he put a limit when it's going to work. Okay, that's the answer of Ula. Okay, we're going to stop over here. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen. Amen.